Her er dafnun vav, the second mime of parish is for era. So the beginning of the parasha has Hashem responding to Moshe. Moshe said at the end of Shemos, Why did you do bad to this nation by making their slavery worse? And then Hashem answers that, Hashem says to him, Hashem speaks to Moshe, and says to him, Notice that the Pasuk calls Hashem Elikim, and then Elikim says, I am Hashem, Havat Shem Havayim. And then it continues, the Ariel Avraham, that I appeared to Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov with the name Kelshakai, but my name, Havaya, uh, wasn't, um, I, I didn't show it to them. And uh, we need to understand what is the spiritual meaning of Moshe's claim, Lama Haris, why did you make it difficult? Uh, and what is Hashem's response? He responds by something seemingly not related. He says, I appeared to the forefathers using a certain name, Kelshakai, but they didn't get to see uh, my, my uh, inner self, Shem Havaya. And what does that have to do with it? So the simple meaning is that Rashi says that despite them uh, not uh, seeing my promises fulfilled, they still trusted me. Uh, whereas you, you're not trusting me. Uh, and uh, the moment, I will explain what it means. Also, the, we need to understand the general idea that the Jewish, why were the Jewish people enslaved and ha- had to work with the uh, mortar and bricks so hard? What was the purpose of all this difficulty? So now uh, let's first look at the uh, two names of Hashem, Shem Havaya, which is the name Yudke Vavke, and Shem Alekim, the name of Hashem Alekim. Now, throughout the beginning of creation, it only uses the name Elikim. But at the end of creation, in, in uh, Parshas Bereshis, the end of creation, it says that on the day, on the day that Havai Elikim made, Eretz of Shemaim, earth and heaven. And there it uses both names. Uh, and so we need to understand what are these two names. So Elikim is the name which allows for multiplicity. That's why Elikim itself has the Yud Mem. And it's sometimes uh, used in plural. For example, Elikim Kadeshim, what the Pasuk says. Hashem is holy, but it says Kadeshim in plural. Whereas Hashem Havaya is one. Like we know that Havaya Echad in Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elikeinu Hashem Echad. Hashem is one. So that name is connected with oneness. Now, there's a Pasuk we say in Ashrei that God, Hashem, Hashem is great and very praiseworthy of the Ligdolasi in Chaker, and there's no limit to his greatness. Now, there's a Pasuk in Tehillim in Memches, which we say in Shir Shayyim for Monday, that also begins with God, Hashem, and then it continues, the Ir Alekeinu, that Hashem is great, the Ir Alekeinu in the city of our God. And uh, Zohar explains that when is Hashem great? When he is, Be'ir Elekeinu, the city of Elekeinu. So in other words, the greatness of Hashem is, uh, is discernible in Shem Elekim, Ir Elekeinu, and, with, uh, and, and the city of Elekim, of our God. Why? Because 
Hashem is uh, really unlimited and uh, and we can't grasp him is totally beyond. And if we can't even call him great because it's totally beyond us. And that is true about Shem Havaya, which is the name representing the beyond, the unlimitedness. But only when the name Hashem is limited in the sense, not Hashem, Hashem of course, Hashem is never limited, but the uh, light of Hashem that we, that creations can um, uh, uh, take in, that we receive, that is limited. And so that's where we can say that Hashem is great. Uh, so this is like the idea of a sun and then the ray from the sun that uh, that uh, the sun itself is like Shem Avaya. And then the ray of the sun is like Shem Alekim, uh, which is a limited ray given over in order to uh, benefit, in order to uh, uh, give light to the creations. Like the Pasuk says, which in Hasidus we translate Shemesh in this context, although the simple meaning in that Pasuk is that Hashem is like a wall and a... Um, a shield, but in Hasidus we translate Shemesh like the regular meaning that Shemesh means the sun, that Hashem is like the sun and then the shield around the sun, blocking the light of the sun. So Shemesh, the sun itself is Shemavaya, Likim is the shield which blocks the intensity of the sun. So when the light separates from the sun and spreads all over earth, so it's only a ray of the sun and it's uh, got no value compared to the sun itself even though the rays come out of the sun. So similarly, the life force that comes from Hashem in order to enliven worlds uh, is only a ray and it's it's like nothing compared to Hashem himself. Now, we have two psukim. We have my rabu masach Hashem and my godlu masach Hashem. How many are your works Hashem and how great are your works Hashem? So more specifically, we could say that the lower worlds, we would use the word my rabble, how many, because in the lower worlds, there's uh, so much multiplicity, because there's so much division, and each thing is like a separate uh, entity in separate existence. Whereas in higher worlds, we use the term, my God, Lord, how great are you, because it's not about quantity, it's spiritual quality. So in our world, there's so many different types within each level. There's inanimate vegetation, animals and people, and each one has so many different types. There's all different uh, tastes. There's uh, apples and and nuts and almonds and all different things. And each one has its own taste, different from the others. Simply with grass and with herbs, there's so many different types. And uh, each one is different with different uh, uh, characteristics. And and uh, different uh, taste, if you will, and this this uh, comes from a spiritual source, uh, but because uh, every every uh, blade of grass has its own spiritual source, and uh, and it, it comes from the what is uh, sort of the leftovers, what this what what is uh, sent down from the spiritual worlds. Uh, like just like an intestine that when we eat we the body separates the good and the good it keeps to energize us and then the bad is sent out of the body so the uh, there's also a spiritual intestine that sends down the bad or the more sort of separate from Hashem apparently into lower worlds and so therefore uh, what we have in this world, the, the all the multiplicity, all the different beings in this world is because is what was sent out and sent down from the highest spiritual worlds. 
Yeah, so the uh, like the uh, Chazal say it's also quoted in Basi Lagani that not a smile of our arets that Hashem uh, uh, tilted his uh, left hand and created earth, and not a mina of our he tilted his uh, right uh, right arm and created heavens. So the heavens created with the right, which means that there's more revelation. It's the side of Chesed, more Gilelikus, and the left is uh, where this word comes from, meaning there's more symptom and, and conceal, concealment. So and that comes from the left. And therefore, that in our world, we, we say, how many are your works? Where in the spiritual world, we say, my God, Lord. Uh, so there you have the great malachim, angels, and the shamas, souls, and they, they have pleasure from Hashem, and each one has its own type of pleasure. And uh, that's similar to uh, tzaddikim, that in Olam they're basking in Hashem's light and having pleasure from understanding of Hashem. So each tzaddik will have its own type of pleasure and its own type of understanding. And that's uh, that explains a strange uh, Mishnah that says, then the Mishnah is that, uh, that Hashem will give as an inheritance to each tzaddik, shai elmas, 310 worlds. And as the Pasuk says, Shanema, as the Pasuk says, Lahancho over Yesh to uh, inherit the, his, his Hashem's lovers, Yesh. Yesh is Yud is 10 and Shin is 300, so 310 worlds. So the Altar asks, What are they looking for? Spiritual real estate? What's the point of these worlds? So the idea is that every mitzvah elicits a certain light from Hashem, and that light itself is the reward. Uh, because that gives us, it gives the when it does the mitzvah, once is able to appreciate that light. And in Olam is able, he he uh, receives this uh, and 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 takes in this pleasure of Hashem's light. And therefore, every tzaddik does the uh, mitzvahs in a different style, and every tzaddik also appreciates that light in a different style, depending on the exact type of neshama of the tzaddik. And therefore, this creates a different av of a year, a different love and reverence of Hashem for each tzaddik differently. Because everyone gets excited from different uh, thought processes. And therefore, when in Olam Abbas, every tzaddik will have his own style of, uh, of uh, taking in Hashem's light and his own style of understanding. Uh, and, and therefore... And therefore, we have 310 worlds for each tzaddik. And this is like, uh, this, uh, this is like uh, the, in high worlds, we have my God, Hashem, how great is your, your uh, work, Hashem. Now, really, the rays of Shechina could have uh, tens of thousands of different types, and it could go on and on, uh, because it, it comes from Urain Seif, Hashem's unlimited light. So therefore, it has unlimited amounts of manifestations. And uh, this is all with uh, within the name Elikim, which is in which is the name related to plural and multiplicity, and therefore you have many different styles. And that's what we mean when we say, "When is Hashem great?" And also, uh, based on Zaya, Zaya says, "When is Hashem great?" When he is in the city of Elikeno. So this Elikeno is the name of multiplicity. And here, uh, the uh, a city based on Sefiyatira, which says that a letter is like every letter is a stone, that and every word is like a house. And then from the houses, from the words, you make the city. So the city of our God, a city is connected to letters and words and there's uh 
There's so many different combinations of letters to make different words. So similarly with the uh, Hashem's light and Hashem's greatness, it can come down in so many different ways. And that's all Elikim. Over the page, the second side of Nunvav. On the other hand, Shema Vaya is called one uh, because uh, Shema Vaya is uh, like Hashem uh, uh, before it came down in a revealed way in Elikanos, it's Hashem for himself before it comes down to enliven all the, the, the multiplicity of creations. Next paragraph, So from the name Elikim, that's where, which uh, gets involved with us in a particular way, in a Mamali way. So that's where we're able to develop uh, passion and feelings towards Hashem. So we're able to develop, for example, Yira reverence, like the Pasuk says, Es Halekim Yare, that he fears Hashem, fear Hashem. Uh, or the same thing with other Pesukim, where it mentions Elekecha when it wants to talk about fear. For example, it's Hashem Elekecha Tira, that you should fear Hashem, your God. So you're only able to develop reverence when there's Elekecha there, uh, because Havaya is beyond our understanding, and therefore we're not able to develop a feeling and a, uh, a, a passionate uh, love or reverence for Shem Havaya, because it's beyond us. It has to start with Elekim, and then we're able to develop a reverence and the same, or similarly a love. Like it says also, we say in Shema, again, we have your God, because we have to reflect on ideas about Hashem that we can understand in order to develop a love. So uh, thinking about how, how Hashem's greatness with, within creations, and then he can come to the love of Hashem, and then he can love Hashem even beyond. But it has to start with Elikecha, and then ultimately he can reach also love for Hashem as he is beyond being a creator and beyond involvement in wills. So this is the idea of Yichud Havaya Belikim, that uh, unification of Hashem Havaya, Hashem's high name beyond creation and beyond any other, into Elikim, the name which gets involved and gives vitality to creations. And that's why in Parshas Va'er at the beginning, it starts off, that Elikim spoke to Moshe, and he said, Ani Havaya. What do you mean? It should say, Ani Elikim. What is Ani Havaya? Because through Elikim, through appreciating and reflecting on Hashem as he is within creation and involved with us, so then we can come to an appreciation through that and a love of Hashem Havaya as well, Hashem as he is beyond being a creator. And uh, then the next passage continues, for Eira, that I appear to Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. Avram is uh, the, the sort of uh, archetype of Ava, of love of Hashem. Yitzhak is the archetype of Kavura and, and reverence of Hashem, Yira. And so, so, so Hashem uh, re- reveals himself to, cre- to create an Ava and Yira, love and reverence of Hashem. And so this is through the name Elikim. And similarly, at the end of creation, after the whole creation is made with the involvement of Elikim at the end of creation, and it says, like, like we quoted the passage before, that Biyoma says Havai on the day that Havai made uh, earth and heaven. So again, we have uh, a unification of Havaya into Elikim. And that so that through Elikim, Shem Havaya, Hashem's name beyond creation, should be able to be revealed down here. 
now the love that we can achieve ourselves the love of which we can achieve is in, in the goal of it is that afterwards we, we should uh, uh, be gifted with the love of Hashem, love of Hashem as it is beyond what we can achieve. Now the other is that our forefathers are called a merkava. They're called a, a, a chariot that uh, it, because they were totally that they were nullified before Hashem, and like a chariot lets the uh, that the rider sits on the chariot and directs the chariot. Uh, like it says about uh, about Avraham, that Avraham was uh, traveling uh, towards the south. So the south represents the right side. When you're facing east, then the south is to the right. So south represents Ava, love of Hashem. And what he wanted is to reach the Negba, reach the uh, uh, the uh, furthest uh, south, which is further south represents not the love that he can achieve himself, but that through him trying to reach the ultimate love that he can reach, then he'll re- he'll be gifted with Ava with a deeper love from Hashem. Uh, so in other words, from the rider, which is above the chariot. So Avram's like a chariot, and he wanted the rider, and it was Hashem, to be manifest on him, to give him this uh, Ava. So through our efforts, and then we it, we it bounces back with Hashem gifting us as well, and Esrash is a Leila, and arousal from above. But there's a problem here. So we, ha- we try to develop uh, the uh, an avatar Hashem, a love of Hashem, which of course is limited. We as uh, humans, we've got limited capacity. And what we want as a response is this unlimited ava from Hashem. So what causes Hashem's unlimited uh, arousal uh, and uh, of uh, love to uh, to rest on our limited human uh, arousal of love? Which it, so this is the name Kel Shakai. Shakai um, it comes from the word uh, die that she, like the Gemara says that he tells the world enough. It gives a, gives limits to the world, and uh, this is this is like uh, the the world has to be created within limits and within capacity. It talks about the world as being built, like it says, "Olam Chesed The world is built with uh, kindness, or "Bechachma Yivne Bayis." We could build build a house with uh, wisdom. So we what what we need is. To have uh, to have chesed and to have chachma, but in a limited way. Uh, so there needs to be a lot of uh, tzimtzumim, a lot of create, uh, contractions, in order to allow for a world to exist and to build a house. This idea of a house also is uh, limited and defined, like we, like we said before, that every letter is a stone, and 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 words are houses. And this is why the tzaddik. Uh, re, uh, who uh, reaches a high level of Av of love Hashem? So he's rewarded with Shai Elamis, 310 worlds. What's the special about 310? 310 is the uh, numerical value of Yesh, and that's what, what that Pasuk actually says. Yesh. yesh means uh, a, 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 an existence as a separate entity. Yes, there is something, whereas ayin is like nothing, something totally nullified before Hashem and one with Hashem. So uh, the tzaddik uh, develops his ava 
when he's a separate being and uh, only as a separate being, so then he is able to receive uh, Hashem's delight and enjoy uh, Hashem's shechina. And that's the idea of the name Shakai, which is uh, die about telling the world enough, giving the world limits, and through that, uh, within limits, then there can be re- a revelation of Hashem's light, which is the meaning of the Pasuk, Avraham, that I revealed myself to Avraham, meaning a, a revelation which brings uh, the Neshama to Ava, to love of Hashem. And uh, then we continue in Shema, and we say, word for to love would be lehov, whereas here it says lava, and the reason is because lehov means to love. Lava means to generate love. What we're trying to do is through our love of Hashem to generate, to bring down a love from beyond, which Hashem gifts us with, and uh, that this love should uh, uh, should uh, come upon our whole being and. The the that we should love Hashem with all our heart, meaning with both our natural kiss and our natural is both our godly soul and our animal soul. The animal soul and the Yetzirah should also love Hashem uh, when it's uh, uh, just uh, uh, smothered with this uh, love of Hashem that Hashem gives us with from beyond. And this uh, this uh, is brought down to us in Shema through our efforts before Shema in Pesukei de Zimra and in the blessings before Shema. So then we're gifted with this love at the time of Shema. Next paragraph, Achine. But this is all with the Midas that we work on through our understanding of Hashem, which is all within the name Elikim. But then the Pesach continues, that Hashem revealed himself to the others only with Kel Shakai, with the name Shakai and the name Elikim, which is all to do with limits. Whereas, and, and, and through those limits, then we're able to get this gift of love from beyond as well. But the name Havaya, which is beyond, that we, we weren't shown. Meaning it doesn't come down in a revealed way within us. And Hashem Havaya, Hashem as he is totally beyond, but when we do mitzvahs, so then we're sanctified with his mitzvahs, with Hashem's mitzvahs, that, uh, that Hashem, they're called Hashem's mitzvahs because Hashem also does the mitzvahs, Hashem puts on tefillin, so to speak, and uh, learns Torah. And uh, so when a person, uh, when a person learns Torah, so then it's be, it's uh, be, it's uh, beyond like it says that uh, based on the passing Kohelis, that what can we do uh, of a real value under the sun? So the Gemara says that what's under the sun may be lacking in real value. What's beyond the sun, the the, the work of Torah that is uh, beyond and that has real value. So that so that is uh, connecting to Hashem uh, as He is beyond creation, Hashem Avaya. But this was not uh, given to the Aves. The Aves didn't have Torah and Mitzvah, so therefore they could only reach what they could reach themselves. And even if that elicited a gift from Hashem, it was still only according to what they, it was beyond, but still not 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 uh, only uh, commensurate to them, but uh, not the ultimate, not Shem Havaya. Whereas uh, Shem Havaya, Shem is used for himself, not limited uh, in order to come down into creation. So that is what we can 
tap into and connect to Hashem at that level only through Torah mitzvahs. Next paragraph. The paragraph begins, Achinei. But in order to get revelation of uh, Matan Torah, of the, of the giving of the Torah, where we have these opportunities to connect Hashem himself, there has to first be a uh, period of uh, concealment. Like uh, in order in order to get to Shuv, where Hashem comes down into our realm, there has to first be a Ratsu where, uh, where we're yearning and trying to jump up and beyond. Or like uh, the simile with uh, with Hashem's light, that the Zaya talks about Mati below Mati, that it, it it reaches and touches and then doesn't reach and touch. So it's it's all Hashem's light. It has to uh, have both uh, sort of uh, aspects being in a state of hamshacha that it's coming down and then sort of back and forth. Uh, so, uh, so we we need to have first the, this a time of uh, galus of uh, exile and a time where where Mitzrayim is in control, because uh, Hashem's light is uh, is uh, concealed at that moment. We say in Tehillim Kofi Gimel in the beginning of Hallel that Ram Al Kokayim Hashem that Hashem is above and beyond all nations. Al-Shamayim, his, his glory is uh, manifest only in the heavens. And when Hashem is in the state of Ram, of being above and beyond, so it's not uh, getting involved in the details, so then everything uh, and everyone gets energized equally. Uh, whereas when Hashem is involved in a way of Mamale, like the the capital, the chapter of Tehillim and Halo continues, Hamash Lira is when he descends to see and he looks at everything carefully and what this one, this uh, creation needs and what that creation uh, needs and what it can take in. So then Hashem is, uh, Hashem gives a, a, a different uh, or a different light manifestation of Hashem too, in particular to the Yidden. Like the Pasuk there continues, Hashem that who is like Hashem, our God, that Hashem rests his shechina only on Bnei Yisrael. Whereas when Hashem is Ram, Hashem is beyond, then Hashem's light shines to everyone equally. Uh, so when so, uh, so to bring down Hashem's uh, unlimited light, it's through our um, mitzvahs. On the other hand, when we talk about Ram, so then Hashem being beyond, so then everyone can uh, receive chayis, can receive energy, like we said, with Olam <coughs> that... Uh, that the uh, kings of Esav uh, were before the before Yaakov, before the Jewish people had kings, and they represent these lights of Toyo, very powerful lights, uh, without really deserving. It just goes everywhere, like Makif. And this is why uh, it says that Har Sinai, the Torah was given on Sinai. Sinai is from the word Sinai, hatred. Why? Because once we have Torah mitzvahs, that means that uh, we are received Hashem's uh, giving according according to what we uh, deserve based on the particulars of each creation, and then B'nai Yisrael who have Torah mitzvahs able to uh, to to be the main focus, be, uh, have uh, uh, more of Hashem's light, and therefore it creates hatred in the world. 
because now there's division. Whereas before Matan Torah, there's no hatred because everyone receives Hashem's light. So therefore, when Moshe said, why are things so bad? So Hashem says, because you're about to receive the Torah. The Avos, our forefathers, they only, uh, they were still in a state of muck if they weren't able to bring down Shem Havaya uh, in a sort of in a that it should uh, be be received in a in a internal way in the world and therefore er, therefore Shem's light was available for everyone whereas uh, now you're about to have and therefore there's difficulty before uh, this is the uh, con- the concealment before the revelation the uh, Ratsu where we're jumping out of the, the with yearning out of the world before the um, Shuv. So in the times of, so therefore there was uh, these 210 years in Egypt uh, in order to prepare for the giving of the Torah. And similarly, the longest Golos, the longest exile is the Golos Edom, the, the exile of Edom, which is from since the second base of Migdash was destroyed until today. And the reason it's so long is because very soon we're going to have the Shuv after this long Rotsi, this long jumping out and beyond because of all the concealment and, and, and the problems in, in the world. So we're going to have the greatest show of the greatest bringing down of Hashem's light into the world with Mashiach. And then I will, we'll see Hashem eye to eye, not like a Matan Torah where it says that they heard what was normally seen, but which is, which is a revel, certain degree of revelation, but with Mashiach will be much more powerful. Ayin bayin. Uh, year that, that, that we'll see Hashem eye to eye. And therefore there's a longer Golos before. Now, we said that the Ava, the love of like the Avos, that they uh, try to uh, br- uh, bring out uh, to the greatest love they can achieve, and then Hashem uh, gifts them with the greater love that uh, turns over even the Nefesh Bahamas, that the animal soul should also love Hashem. So that was hinted in the words to love Hashem with all your heart, with both parts of the heart, the Yetzirah and Yetzirah. Whereas the next Ava, the next love is the love not of going up to Hashem, but a love of bringing Hashem down into our, in, in, onto us, that our whole being should uh, just be a vessel for Hashem. Uh, like we've discussed that with, uh, in, in this moment, more in previous moment, that, uh, that Hashem, uh, when, we, when we learn Terah, so Hashem can just speak through us. When we do a mitzvah, then the Hashem is manifest in that. So uh, that's the love of Bechal Navshecha with all our soul, that our, our head uh, is a container for, so to speak, Hashem's head, and our heart for Hashem's heart, that, uh, that and, uh, Hashem's word is in our mouth, like, uh, like the Gemara says, that the Shechina speaks through Moshe's uh, throat. Or like uh, the uh, base Yosef when he had the, the Malach uh, teach him Torah, it, it says Aniyan Mishnah Medaberes Vaticha that I am the Mishnah speaking through your mouth that we are this vessel that just lets Hashem shine through and uh, so this is a, a level of Shuv and the Ava of Bechol Nafshecha. So in short, the uh, the Moshe asked, why is it so hard? In other words, why do we need a Golos? And the answer is because you're not staying at the level of the Aves. The Aves, they had a revelation only at the level of Kelshakai, which is a limit in order to have a, a revelation that they're able to take in. Whereas you are going to reach Havaya Hashem as he is beyond and unlimited. And how do we do that? Through Torah Mitzvahs. 
And uh, therefore, right before Matan Torah, we have this difficult uh, galus, but we're going to reach Hashem Avaya, and that Hashem should be manifest on us, not us trying to lift up towards Hashem in a more limited, uh, to a more limited degree.